0: Welcome to uh, the, I don't even know what episode, the Leroy and Leroy podcast. Uh, Marissa Roberto is my guest today. Thanks for coming in.
1: I thought you were going to say that no, I'm Leroy and you're Leroy. And
0: this this is okay, Leroy but... behind the camera. Yeah. yeah Finally, the reveal big
1: everyone.
0: reveal. <laughs> what everyone's been waiting for.
1: <laughs> it's been me the whole time, guys. Surprise. Spaghetti.
0: <laughs> this is exciting that we're in uh, the Toronto Marriott City Center mm-hmm. in one of the suites that like overlooks the field. How incredible is this?
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've actually never been in one of these sweeps, so it's kind of nice that I'm in here talking to a fellow Sasky. Right. Looking out on <laughs> the only baseball team this country has. <laughs> Getting a little Renos done here. It's going to be crazy. I'm actually really looking forward to this new season for sure. We'll see what happens.
0: Nah, it's going to be cool to see yeah. what, uh, how they do this year, too. I know.
1: It's, yeah, well, it's you know, be fun. It's, it's a Toronto sports team, so let's just. <laughs> Temper the,
0: excitement. temper the expectations. I get it. Exactly. We'll
1: <laughs> just see what happens. Let's say that.
0: Listen, we talked about Sasky. Sasky girl. How would you wind yeah. up out here? Uh,
1: well, my parents are actually very strict. So I grew up in Saskatoon. Um, my parents are of Italian descent, and they kept a lot of the um, rules that they grew up with um, when it came to our family. So I was the oldest girl. I wasn't really allowed to like go out or do anything. Like I attended the you know odd bush party.
0: <laughs> one, or, one
1: or two much parties in my day. But um, I was not really allowed to like have sleepovers, go out and do things. My parents always said when you're 18 and didn't live under a roof, you can do whatever you wanted. So I kind of, the spiteful person in me, um, just worked really hard to make sure I could save enough money to move to Toronto and go to school. And that's just kind of my, my origin story here in Toronto. I drove down with a girlfriend. Um, I had a minor panic attack at the spaghetti factory in Winnipeg
0: on the drive over
1: because I was 18 thinking oh my god what am I doing I don't know anything <laughs> I'm just a kid I want my mom um after I had some spaghetti I was fine I we went out that night because I was 18 you can go out in Winnipeg when you're 18 right big yeah, surprise absolutely. yeah I'm um, like no you know what I can do this I uh, ended up here went to uh university here got a job actually serving in one of these suites at Skydome. I had just I had just left the Skydome, but I still call it Skydome at the time. And um, yeah, met my met my now husband shortly after. Just kind of been, yeah, just just here ever since. And I go back always, of course, to see the fam.
0: Love it. Yeah. So how did how did you go from school to serving in the skyboxes <laughs> to now like T S N? What's what's oh, that man. origin story?
1: Um where do I begin? I Went to Ryerson for the for a little bit. I was there doing their theater dance program because I actually grew up in Saskatchewan as a competitive dancer. So we would kind of travel. That's how I went to Moose Jaw for the first time at a dance competition. (laughs) Um, That was my one and only time in Moose Jaw. Sorry to say, I need to go back because there's always something to do. Exactly. Um, I then I went to I left that program because I just had a hip injury and I didn't really want to be a dancer for my life. It's not it's not an easy life. It's actually really difficult, hard on your body. It's just that you never really know where the next gig's coming from. I didn't. It wasn't for me, so um, I left that. Went into the journalism program at uh, Seneca at York because I knew that I loved baseball. I started working here and I just fell in love with baseball. Um, but I also, at the same time, kind of got back into my love for video games because. Because my parents were so strict, they would get me new video games every Christmas, every birthday, and that would just keep me entertained and at home. So that was how I grew up. I love playing video games, and I wanted to either live my life talking about video games or baseball. So I thought, I'll go to journalism school and learn how to be a broadcaster, learn how to edit video, learn how to do all that stuff so I can make my own content and do my own thing if I needed to. Um, so from there i got into the gaming industry because i started um renting out camera equipment from school and i would go to events like fan expo here in toronto i had my boyfriend at the time now husband be my cameraman i kind of lied to get in i said that i was working for a television station which i was kind of interning for so it wasn't that much of a lie but i got my first press pass i went around did interviews and in those interviews i met my first boss in TV, Victor Lucas, who um, had a show called Reviews on the Run and EP Daily. And so I started reviewing video games for a living and going around and meeting developers and just producing for this television show. Um, And that was my basically full-time gig. Moved out to Vancouver for a bit. You know, they're soft out there, (laughs) eh?
0: I haven't been to Vancouver. I need to go. So but I've heard that.
1: Um. <laughs> You've well, just were, been blacklisted were, yeah. in Vancouver. <laughs> no, like it's obviously so beautiful. But it's ve- it's a very tiny, insular place. So you feel as though you're kind of like separated from the rest of the world. And yeah. I totally get when you're there why they think that everyone from Toronto thinks the center of the universe. But I was like always in between because I'm from Saskatchewan. So it's like I get what you're saying for sure. But also you guys – a little nicer okay it's just like gonna be a little more inclusive to the rest of the world it's just very clicky i felt that it was really hard to make actual connections yeah. with people um outside of my work friends it was just kind of hard to connect so uh, i was there for two years hosting the show that show went away because while t- television is wonderful the rise of digital came so people were streaming on tri- twitch for the first time youtube um all of that so video games on television didn't really make sense anymore um so i left that behind came back to toronto Um, My husband was still here working for the Jays, so we were doing long distance for a while. Came back here, got a gig with Xbox, hosting a show for them. And at that time, I also got asked to host my very first eSports event. So it was really cool because eSports was kind of on the rise, and I did a bunch of different video games, like Street Fighter, um, CSGO was my first one, um, a bunch of stuff, Rocket League, just so fun meeting all these different communities that I thought I knew because I worked in video games but I didn't have the grasp of like competitive gaming. Yeah. So that was so much fun. I launched a couple different TV shows here in Canada um just talking about esports and while hosting that show, sorry this is such a long story. While I'm no. hosting that show, <laughs> it's like 10 years man. It's 10 years of my life. Um, Sum it all while, up in 30 <laughs> seconds,
0: right?
1: <laughs> well, while, while hosting that show, um I got a DM on Twitter from my now boss at TSN asking if I would come in for a test. Um, for a show that they're they're auditioning for. And I was like, oh, you guys are doing eSports now. No, it's just, it's just for sports. This is the sports network. We're just talking about sports. Okay, cool. So I went in uh, an audition for Digital Sports Center and got the gig. And so I was trying to balance doing the eSports show and TSN for a while for about a year and a half. Um, until they wanted me to be there full time, so um, so had to leave had to leave the esports life behind. But I still did some stuff on the weekends. Like I would work for TSN during the week, um, esports events on the weekends and they're around, um, and then I'll do an odd gig here or there. But it's been mostly mostly sports ever since. And we just celebrated our five years of Digital Sports Center this past November. So yeah, it's been going off.
0: Holy cow, it goes by, wow. time goes by so fast, right? I know.
1: <laughs> I know, especially especially once you enter your 30s, you're like, oh, oh God, oh no. Yeah. It's, it, it's like this moment now where just like you're trucking through and you realize, wow, you really, especially when you do stuff on camera and you're a woman, it's very like, it becomes very apparent that you need to have something going on or else you never know what's coming next. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> There's not goodness. always something to do. When you're a woman in this industry, okay?
0: <laughs> well, that's not right. Let's change that. <laughs> right?
1: Okay, sure. Starting now. We're changing the world. Right, Here let's we go. That.
0: Yeah, it's changed everything this moment. So you never, like, saw yourself actually, like, you know, initially when you got into journalism, yeah. did you ever see yourself, like, doing sports, like being on TSN? Um,
1: well, when I was in school, I did an internship at TSN. I was writing in the newsroom. So I was one of the interns just clipping... I would watch different games. I would clip things. I would write scripts for Sports Center. And while I was there, I was just thinking, wow, this job is really hard. <laughs> this job is really hard, and there's not a lot of glory in it. You know what I mean? Like you're there just plugging away. You're doing your job. You're getting it right. Sometimes when you write a story for SportsCenter, it doesn't make it to air, okay? You're doing all this work for nothing. It goes nowhere. And you ha- I know you have to let it go, but right. I'm just – I don't know. I'm a Leo. I got a lot of pride. I got a lot of jealousy brewing in me. So it's like, I can't not have my work be seen in some way. So uh, no, I did see myself a little bit in sports. But when I was, um, when I left it to go do video games, I just, there was so much joy in the gaming space. And I found my people because I'm just, I'm just a geek at heart. And when you meet people that are like minded, it's hard to see yourself anywhere else. So I, I don't know. I just kind of lived in that space. I thought I would just kind of be doing um, esports and, and video games for you know as long as it lasted. So I was grateful for the reach out from TSN for sure. I didn't think I'd be back, and then here I am with these amazing people that I work with. Like Bar Down, honestly, the sweetest angels you could ever find for content creators. They're so wonderful and so respectful, and it's just very collaborative. We just um, left Blue Mountain. We did a whole. Thing out there raising money for Special Olympics Ontario, and um, it's just it's nice to be around people that um, are kind and and just care about you. Yeah, it's, and not you can't always find that in this
0: industry for sure. No. So what uh, the the e gaming and stuff like yeah. you still into video games, still playing yeah. on well, a regular basis? Yeah, but not on top as much of it. As you
1: can? <laughs> yeah, not on top of it as much as I used to because yeah. I was I literally was reviewing uh, at minimum five games a week when I was with Reviews in the Run and EP Daily. So um, now I don't, I'm not on top of what's coming out and what's new. I'm more just playing things that I kind of haven't gotten around to and that I've been wanting to play. So right now on my Switch, I'm playing Dave the Diver, which came out a while ago. It was an indie darling, um, but I hadn't had a chance to download and play. So that's been my playing game. You gotta have a good playing game. So Dave that's the... Di- what's Dave-, Dave the Diver? Dave the Diver? Yeah, I know. Okay, Dave <laughs> the Diver is so much fun. So during the day, uh, you have two rounds of diving and uh, spearing different fish, okay? So you're literally just out there collecting little things in the ocean. You have to monitor your tank. I don't know if you played Ninja Turtles growing up, but you know when they had the water scene and you had to... You had to make sure your air tank was full. You know what I'm talking about. Leroy behind the camera knows what I'm talking about. Um, So you have to do that. You have to monitor your your tank. You have to monitor uh, the weapons that you're collecting. Sometimes you have to fight a shark or two. Um, So you're collecting meat, basically. You're collecting fish meat during the day. And then you get up to the boat. You get a little thumbs up to the guy in the restaurant who's running your sushi restaurant. Like come back to the restaurant now because you gotta serve. So you go back to the restaurant and at night you're literally running a sushi restaurant. So you have a chef awesome. you have, yeah, you have a chef behind the counter cooking away, and these customers come in and they get really mad. If they want green tea, you better get them the green tea right away. <laughs> you have to pour it perfectly or it's over for you. And you have to serve them all before they get mad. I don't know if you ever played a game called Diner Dash, but they would just like yeah, bang yeah, yeah. the table, get so mad if they don't get the food right away. That's the vibe of the restaurant. So you make sure you get the sushi, and if they love their sushi, they will post it to their Facebook or Instagram and you give it a like, like you're running a sushi business essentially. And you need to be the person doing all the legwork because no one else can dive apparently. <laughs> I
0: love it. David, I gotta check this David one out. the diver. It's so much fun. I've just been waiting for like the new GTA to come out.
1: I know out, right? everyone. Hey, everyone. I have my uh, boss at TSN sending me the pre, sending me the trailer when it came out, the teaser. He's like, why is this coming out two years before? I'm like, you don't know anything about the gaming industry. Okay. We need the teas so much further out than anything else you've ever seen before because we've been waiting for GTA for so long. Like right. we've been waiting for Rockstar to do something. Give us anything. It's too bad. Like I I wish that it was like we we kind of left the same old tropes of GTA and the same old cities of GTA and like bring it to somewhere like Toronto. Toronto's got like everything going on. And then like maybe you have a mission to Saskatoon. I don't know. But like Absolutely. just like let's get let's get Canada in the mix, no? <laughs> just
0: Small town Saskatchewan. You know, you know, all the stuff
1: that goes down in small town Saskatchewan. I posted something in Rosetown. I was visiting um, my family. We did a little road trip to um, I don't know if you've been to like, the sand dunes and in Saskatchewan there, but um, no. oh my gosh, so cute! So I don't want to say cute. It's not cute. It's crazy. Um, go to these sand dunes. But we were doing little drone videos, and at that time there was uh, the TikTok sound. Um, the Taylor Swift TikTok t- sound where you push the camera away. So we did that with my husband's drone. And so we did a little dance like in Rose Town. and somebody from PA commented, if you come to PA and do this, I will cut you. I'm like, that, makes okay. I'm like, that actually clocks and um, no problem, I will not be doing that. <laughs> so things go down, is what I'm trying to say, in small town Saskatchewan.
0: <laughs> Chill out, PA. Uh-
1: <laughs> shout out, PA, though. <laughs> shout, shout out, PA. <laughs>
0: In all my travels at Saskatchewan, I have not been to Prince Albert
1: yet. Wow. Okay.
0: But that message doesn't. Yeah. Make so,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe don't announce your arrival and then just like do secret things and post later.
0: Favorite. <laughs> what's your favorite spot in Sask? Um. Well,
1: Saskatoon. I have to say Saskatoon.
0: Yeah.
1: I have to say Saskatoon only because you know I like to have a running joke that Saskatoon is just far and away better than Regina. Um, people That's from Regina fair. the thing is people from Regina like cool people from Regina know that I'm right like there's no you don't need to we don't yeah. need to argue this point I don't think so no um, but some. I did something with um, Grey Cup this year I did a bunch of content for Grey Cup and I was making fun of Regina with fellow athletes in the CFL yes. and they did not some people in the comments were not okay they were so unwell about it I don't it's just a joke it's just, it's just a joke are you from Saskatchewan yes or no because I feel like some of the responses made you feel like you didn't really grow up Sask. I you, you can't make <laughs> right? fun of yourself. What are we doing here?
0: You know what? Here's here's where this is why people get touchy, because it was when blue bombers talking about it. That's what. That's okay, all right. why all right. Yeah,
1: no, no, that's true. And also I'm certain there was some salt there because Fajardo is playing for is playing for the Alouettes. And like there's some salt there too. They didn't yeah. want to see him doing well and all of a sudden he's doing really well. Uh, they I get it for sure. Uh, if you're a Rough Rider fan, I understand. But like we, like we need, we need to laugh. We need to laugh. Our winters are so cold. We gotta laugh.
0: I think at the end of the day, most rider fans, not all, most rider fans are just CFL fans in general. Right, and can appreciate. Those things.
1: Exactly. The the CFL fans, the rider fans that were there, because every Grey Cup you go to, you'll see fans from everywhere just coming out to the Grey Cup, which is just the best thing you could possibly see. So I'll, I'll talk to Ryder fans and all of them from Regina or not, know that Sask they will just say Saskatoon is better. Like it is a joke, but it's not really a joke. Like it it is it, <laughs> no, true. It's there's just it's I don't know. There's always something to do. There's always something
0: There's to
1: always do. something to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well Regina has the casino, so that's something. That's, There's something there to do.
0: There's Dakota Dunes just outside of Saskatoon now. So. <laughs> the Dunes. Hey, <laughs> That's we do the one some thing. golfing.
1: <laughs> That's true. Everybody from here that goes there for business, we well, got the Dunes. We got the Dunes.
0: That's true. <laughs> I love Saskatoon. Saskatoon was yeah. so good to me. while well, we're on the Saskatoon topic.
1: Okay. okay. For you. Whoa. Okay. This is fun. Okay. Is,
0: we, we drive around. We point out signs in dumb yeah, places. My favorite sign anywhere <laughs> okay. is the one in Saskatoon that says, um, do not drive on the sidewalk. You know what I'm well, talking about, right?
1: Yeah, well, you shouldn't drive on the sidewalk. I don't really know. <laughs> Thank you. This is just, this is just sound advice. Don't drive on the sidewalk. <laughs> right?
0: There are legitimate signs in Saskatoon for anyone who has not been there, uh, out in front of, uh, so or Sask Polytech, yeah. whatever it's called now that right. say, yeah. please do not drive on the sidewalk. Because <laughs> Apparently that's a real problem there. <laughs> And yeah if you don't have those issue. barriers
1: up people don't know <laughs> like you, you don't you right. could why not if I other so, people walk in know they're on yeah. the sidewalk it's okay
0: i somewhat i i somewhat understand why in that area the sidewalks are so wide and i'm like yeah people are just jumping traffic and going through right. the sidewalk
1: yeah well you gotta get ahead
0: so. <laughs> and in small towns saskatchewan anything, you know anything goes right
1: <laughs> exactly okay so how often are you in saskatoon
0: uh Quite a bit. Really? You know, whether we're there filming videos or hmm. going to a Sask Rush game, Go nice. Rush. Yeah. Uh, or uh, I was just there for my kids' hockey tournament. So, oh, yeah.
1: I love it. Okay. So you're into hockey then you're, yeah, you're going to see the yeah, Blades
0: yeah. too. Uh, we did. I went to a Blades game. Nice. I have a Blades jersey thanks to Saskatoon Tourism. Love it. And I didn't even get disowned in Moose yet for wearing it. So
1: Wow. That's <laughs> they, kind of amazing. They
0: invited us to Saskatoon. Saskatoon Tourism invited <laughs> us up. And they're like, we're going to give you a jersey. We want to send you to the game. Yeah. So I show up in a, a yellow. I wish i brought it. I wish I'd worn it for this podcast. The yellow Blades jersey. Leroy on the back. Love it. And they're playing the Warriors. They're playing Moose Jaw that night.
1: No. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> a betrayal. A betrayal of all kinds. Yeah. No, but your your people didn't get mad at you for it. They no. understood. Yeah.
0: No, it was That's all good. fine. There were yeah. a few comments, but people, you know, they were yeah. kind about it.
1: Okay, fair. I was I was also poo pooing PA the night that I went to the Blades game because they were p- playing the Raiders. But it's okay, like it's fine because PA is cool and they wouldn't ever cut me if I <laughs> if I, I poo pooed them in any way. No, but it's, I honestly love WHL. I love the teams. I love the, so many of the players and coaches. Like it's just such a it's just it's such a homey kind of vibe.
0: Yeah, so fun following a little bit of Saskatoon this year. They're looking pretty
1: yeah, good. Yeah, I know they look good. I mean, they look good last year too, though. So,
0: Kind of look like good last year too. I'm kind of hoping they lose in the war, to the Warriors at some point in the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, it,
1: it was tough because they did beat Regina and Connor Bedard was playing for Regina at the time. And we were had the CHL broadcast. And the second, the second Bedard's not in the in the playoffs anymore. It's, it's tough getting those views. Right. <laughs> it was it was because it was, it was, people just want to see Betsy, once in a generation Betsy. You know? Yeah,
0: he literally sold out arenas everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, it was crazy fun
1: to watch though. Oh my gosh, so much fun! I honestly love going to games. It's My favorite yeah. part of going home too—see something to do, <laughs> play a game. Another thing to do: City you, of bridges.
0: Have you been to any rush games?
1: I have been to rush games. Yes, I haven't been in the last few years. Uh, I went when they first started. I when I I don't know. I go with my cousin, and every time I go with my cousin, Marina. shut up, Marina. Um, she only watches the mascots. She will only. Like, <laughs> she only. Wa- she cannot stand the rush mascot. Okay, I'll, I'm just gonna put this out there right now. I don't know who's in there but you got to set your game up, okay, because she's coming for your job. I don't know. She can't, like, well, he's going to stand there? He's going stand there and not do anything? I'm like, wait, well, they're, they're playing. They're, they're, there's a play <laughs> happening on the field right now. <laughs> like, what do you want him to do? And then he just, like, he, I think he was riding on a quad or something after the game. She's like, and he just has a ride around. He's like, does not even flips or anything? I'm like, <laughs> 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 that's all just so good. I can't go to any sporting oh. events there anymore. It's just, like, I can't watch the game. We have to watch the mascot.
0: Just watching the mascot. Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah. I saw you were at the Super Bowl. I was the Super Bowl. Okay. How was it? What was what was the experience?
1: Um, I am still so exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so tired, bro. Um, it was incredible. I was very lucky to go. Our show was sponsored to go and, uh, um, just do the show from there, but also get some content because I work with the Bardon team, so we are TSN social team. So, um, we just it was like a divide and conquer. So. I, I would love to say that I sat and watched the game. I did not do that. We did not have a seat. Um, it was just like a run and gun. Everybody kind of spread out, get what you can. So I quickly did like a, a video to, to cut and post before the game started of just like trying as much food as I can for 100 American dollars. Um, that was so much fun because so we just got to stuff our faces with anything and everything that was at Allegiant Stadium, um, which is amazing because I'm a Raiders fan. I'm, I'm <laughs> should say. I'm a Raiders fan. So the last game that I went to was there but yeah. when they were playing. So going back for the Super Bowl was so cool because you got to see everybody from everywhere just wearing their team's jerseys because that's just the vibe of Super Bowl. I regret not asking how much people paid for their tickets because oh goodness, I felt it was right? going to be intrusive, but everybody there paid so much money to be there. So I yeah. felt very lucky just getting in the door with my media pass. Without paying anything, and then just eating all the food I could, and then basically when the game is happening, I am on celebrity watch. Right? That's what people. That's what people want to see. You would think it's the game. It's not. It's whoever, whatever celebrity is on the jumbotron. So um, I'm literally just. I had to find a station where I wasn't getting kicked out to get Taylor Swift on the jumbotron for sure. But also everybody else. Leonardo DiCaprio when he showed up on the jumbotron looking like he was doing a little, like he's doing down. a little something. Yeah. He, <laughs> so literally just recording him and the rest of that um, whole commercial break with celebrities, just went crazy on TikTok. It has like 44 million Yeah, how
0: awesome is Jeff Goldblum? He's, he, is,
1: <laughs> he is the coolest man in the world. He's just the sweetest angel. I can't. what It, right. it just stood up. This
0: is the heart to the
1: dancing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, how sweet is he? So we did a lot of that. So I didn't really get to watch until overtime, which honestly was the best part anyway. Right. So uh, really got to take that all in, and then just go back in, in the scrums, and you know, see Kelsey and and just the the media mayhem around him, and see see a couple of different journalists get into fights about like spots they can get in the in the scrum to get a little piece of him. You know, it's just like the madness of the machine was really interesting to see yeah. in real time, um, and just how how much access you get to all these players is really cool too, because the whole week leading up to it. We were there getting content, going to Media Night, but then also going to their the team's individual days as well that they held at different hotels. So, um, and then just little things happening around the city. Vegas really knows how to party, obviously. <laughs> so. It was just a lot of different events and a lot of different content that we were capturing. NFL Honors Night was so cool, just being on the red carpet and just kind of stealing who we could. Um, I had to get, because I used to work red carpets at like comic cons or, um, you know, geek conventions like that. Yeah. So I'm used <laughs> to like trying to get these movie stars to talk to me. Like, got to get like Paul Rudd to talk about Ant Man. But uh, this time it was actual NFL players where we you're just trying to get in there. I had to get Tommy to be It was just like Tommy come on Italian Canadian right here, buddy, you got to talk to me. Like it was just very like trying to convince who we could to come over and just uh, give us a little bite. So no, it was a lot of fun. I was really, really proud of the team um, at Super Bowl for sure. We got the best numbers we've ever gotten. And unfortunately working in social media, that's the number one thing you got to worry about is is who you're entertaining. And if you're giving the audience what they want and uh, yeah, we, we really, we really crushed it with them, with the content that week. So I was proud of that. Did, Almost no gambling. I've never been to Vegas and gambled less. Moral of the <laughs> <Enough> story: time. <laughs> no, no time. I thought I was really going to hit it hard, just like no sleep because I was working and then gambling at night because I do love the poker. But I couldn't. Uh, there was no time. Poker okay, for no everyone time. who
0: follows you, can I yeah. ask: Did you keep the coat? Obviously. Okay. Well, you didn't. You didn't yeah, come back to clarify that. I did. the tag on it I, still. <laughs> I
1: didn't shoot. I actually did record it. Didn't have time to. Uh, go back in get the footage edit and post it so i just kind of left people hanging there but i thought it was obvious when i posted the super bowl <laughs> and was wearing the jacket because i don't think i would have gotten in with the security tag but i really had to convince the guy working in the store to let me take it off like it was a whole thing like i i have the receipt dude i have like it was a whole anyway i got it and then when i was there i got so many compliments on the jacket i'm like wow thanks and jim zethi also saw me wearing the jacket he's like you know marissa I would see something like that on the rack and think it was very tacky, but you put it on and you make it look okay. I'm like, I can't tell if I was an insult or not. <laughs> but I thank you, Duffy. Thank you so much. <laughs> but it did look. I got so many compliments, and and I now I don't know like when I would wear it again, to be honest. But um, it was cute at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, you can you borrow it if you it want. Fat <laughs> guy in a little coat and be like this Farley. <laughs> It'll where's be ripped when you get it back. You can send it away and get a vest made out of it afterwards. I mean, <laughs> hey, just
1: where's the next Rush game? I don't know. I it's very 90s, later.
0: though. The 90s are yeah. coming back. Right, I yeah. saw your posts with, like, the riders. Was it a starter jacket? A starter jacket. Yeah, yeah.
1: We love a starter jacket. Yeah, I rocked it on uh, the hill this weekend. I'm talking, like, it can really shred. I cannot. I was on the bunny hill the entire time. <laughs> I, I thought I could, I run an electric skateboard. So I thought that those skills would transfer to a snowboard. It doesn't.
0: No, not so much.
1: Not at all. And go, growing up in Saskatchewan, you don't really have like a, a hill like that. You're, you're riding black strap Like what right. are we, what are we even doing? The hill, I, just looking up at people skiing, like ripping down the mountain. This sport is iconic. <laughs> it is, you've got it. There's got to be something a little wrong. For you to be going down a hill like that. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: That's I've, I've not still, okay. I snowboarded once. And, and it was in Sun Peaks in BC. Oh, whoa, so high. And I got off the lift, we were above the clouds, and that was the bunny hill. And Dude. it took me almost two hours to get down. To get down. down. Hill. Yes.
1: Because I you're didn't riding know the what I was doing. No, of course not. And you can't like you think you have it. But you don't because the second you put your weight on the back foot in any way, and then you start spinning, you're like, wait, wait, hold, wait, why is this happening? Why? And you have to really. So I was just, you know, riding the brake the whole time.
0: Well, the concept of being on the edges, I didn't understand, yeah. so I was just riding it flat. So I just continually fell for an hour and a half down. It was twenty minutes before we were at the bottom of the hill, and one of the people who was with me was like, "What's going on, Nick? How come you stopped?" I'm like, "I can't do this anymore. I'm done." Yeah, exactly. And they're like you, you've just gotta, you've just gotta start going and then they're like oh no you have to turn I'm like what do you mean they're like just turn turn yeah I'm like yeah oh this is so much easier
1: right it only took
0: me like 45 minutes the second trip down
1: right yeah the lessons we learn. it's okay you're right the the third time I went down I didn't fall which was nice it it does take a while to find your bearings but I did not have the guts to actually go up the lift I was on a little magic carpet ride going up the bunny hill that was it (laughs) (laughs) that was was it it gonna be it for me
0: yeah, not, not a lot of practice <laughs> happening in Saskatchewan. And yet one of the best snowboarders on the planet is from
1: Saskatchewan. I know. Saskatchewan. How, does, how does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. Once you get, I get it. Once you get the bug, once you understand the way it works, it's for sure going to be addicting. Because yeah. it's so much fun. You just happen. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's the same as, I mean, not the same as riding a skateboard, but when you get the <laughs> hang of riding an electric board, it's just uh, the best feeling. Just okay, around.
0: what's the electric board? Like a one-wheel?
1: Uh, I have a one-wheel. I ate... I don't know if you can swear on this podcast. I ate some poop uh, riding a one wheel uh, for the second time. I took it around. It was just because with a one wheel, you need to really have your mental's locked in. You have to be confident that you're doing this thing because the second your brain starts telling you you're not, you don't have it, you get the wobbles it's just, it happens naturally. It's so intuitive that it understands when you're not feeling it. <laughs> so I uh, got, yeah, I got a little bit of that because I was on a path where there was, um, someone had a dog on a leash and then the dog kind of went in front of me and I couldn't think maybe I should move the wheel a certain way. I, I just couldn't, it just all happened so quickly that I just ate it. So oh, yeah. um, I, I retired the one wheel. It's just collecting dust now in my, in my apartment, but I do have a boosted board. And I thought that um, my boosted board scales will translate, of course, to the one wheel, but it's just a different beast altogether. Because the boosted board, you have a remote control in your hand, so you control the braking, you control going ahead. You're not, you don't have to use your mind so much. You're just using your thumb like a video game. So, okay. um, yeah, it's really, it's a lot of fun. My husband and I took them. He has his own. I have my own. We took ours um, on our honeymoon. We went to Barcelona and just like skated. Um, just skated the city. It was just such a fun little romantic way to get around. That's and, uh, awesome. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. I mean, we almost didn't get away with bringing them on the planes because you got to be careful <laughs> with that stuff. Um, had to charm the pilot a little bit on one of the, on one of the flights, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. The, the boards are. are um, they're a bit of an investment, and now the company that makes them doesn't even make them anymore. So oh. I don't know. Like once it, once the battery's gone, I don't know. I guess I got to retire.
0: There'll be someone who will fix it for you. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fingers crossed. We'll see. (laughs) But I recommend it if you, uh, especially in Saskatchewan, like, not a lot of hills there.
0: Right. Yeah. I remember. It was was Yeah, you're you're sad. (laughs) It was a new commute from Moose Jaw to (laughs) Regina.
1: Exactly. Actually,
0: the one wheel would probably work because you don't have to think. You don't have to think. It's a straight line. Other than the bridge.
1: For sure. I I also see a lot of dads on a one wheel around the city. So, you're a dad.
0: <laughs> <That's> right, <laughs> I think it'd be a disaster. <laughs> if you bit on it, I would be.
1: No, toast. no. You got, because see, eventually you got the the snowboard too, so I feel like eventually you'll get the one wheel.
0: Eventually? Yeah, yeah. yeah the other intuitive. one sounds better. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The booster board, yeah, yeah.
1: There's different, they have different brands now. I haven't looked into them, but um, okay. the booster board was, I was heavily influenced by Casey Neistat on YouTube and then kind of just went from there. Oh, well, that was it. All right. yeah, yeah, I'm easily influenced. <laughs> Look at this, I only wore this because of him, so. <laughs> that's it. I love it.
0: I love it. Uh, so, what's the best sporting event you've been to? Oh
1: my, That's I, a lot of questions.
0: The uh, Super Bowl, but I saw you were at like the World Cup, and I'm sure there's been yeah. many other ones. But yeah, I'm totally like, if you had um, one,
1: oh my gosh, that's such a lot of questions. Or what's because... your Mount
0: Rushmore? Okay, vibes? um, How's well,
1: that? well, I can do it from like um like visceral memories. So like um I w- I don't want to say it was the best one because it left me feeling like. I don't want to do this anymore uh, was not last year, but the year before Toronto Blue Jays sitting in the 500s with a buddy of mine. We were like three Caesars deep, uh, <laughs> just having the best time. Cause the Jays were up like eight, one or nine, one at that time. It was like getting into the, get into the six or seven. We were buzzing. Okay. Literally and figuratively buzzing, having the best time I've ever had at a sporting event before. Then, all of a sudden everything fell apart before our very eyes and I just couldn't, um, I couldn't believe what was happening to the team. It was just coughing up one run after another. Bo gets into, gets into it with Springer in the outfield. Like I, I've never seen something so horrendous in front of me before. Like it was just, I couldn't believe it. So it was more like a Oh, this is this. Is, it's because I decided to cheer for a Toronto team. This is this is what's <laughs> happening to me now. Um, so a, a little bit of that. Um, another, but another fun moment, of course, was when the Leafs uh, actually last year when they decided to break the curse and make it to the second round of the playoffs. That was something very special. I was actually not at the sporting event though. I was watching it on a plane, traveling to Monte Carlo. Actually, I was going to play in this poker tournament. In Monte Carlo, which is like so random that I just said that. Um, um, I'm not James Bond, only in my mind. Um, we, I was watching on a plate and I had a full freak out moment. I was wearing my Leafs jersey on the plane for some reason. No one else on the plane from leaving from Toronto had a Leafs jersey on. Like, what are we doing here? This is the playoffs, get into it. Um, but then I had a whole freak out in the washroom. I was so excited, so I posted that at, to TikTok. People were because I was like crying in the bathroom of, of excitement. And people thought like the plane was going down. What was this girl <laughs> doing in the bathroom? So then I was like, I had this viral moment on TikTok that I had to explain over and over again that everything is fine. It's just like a, a crazy Leaf fan. Because um, again, I chose to cheer for a Toronto team. Um, yeah. So that was very exciting. But honestly, going to the Women's World Cup in Australia, also this is an Aussie, I don't know if you know Aussie rules football, but this is a shout out to the Adelaide Crows, okay? I went to my very first um, Aussie rules football game there. I went to my very first international rugby game there. Um, Just getting to experience um, different sports in different countries on the other side of the world where we don't have anything like that in Canada. Like Aussie Rules football, what the heck is even that? Like they're just seeing like the flag people at the end when a, when a play goes in and they do this little flag movement. Like it's just the little <laughs> the little intricacies of the game that people get into in these giant stadiums with so many people and and uh just the love for sports there is so tangible. And um, it really felt like Canada, but we're just walking on the wrong side of the road and driving on the wrong side <laughs> of the road and cheering for these weird sports that I've never heard of um, or never witnessed in real time. Um, that was really fun. But seeing all of the women that were just so elated to be there to support women's soccer was really, really cool. And, um Unfortunately, Canada didn't, um, you know, progress very far in that tournament, but um, getting to go there and experience something like that, experience a World Cup was really, really special for me. Um, Yeah. And then honestly, I'm not going to lie, guys, at Scotiabank the other week, we saw a PWHL game that blew my mind. It was so incredible to be sitting in golds Okay, I don't know if you noticed like, to be a Leafs game here, but when you're sitting there and you're looking down at golds because golds are crazy expensive, all you see are suits. Okay, at Leafs games because it's a business, of course, and you want to sell high price tickets, and, and companies do that interesting entertain clients. So the the golds and platinums are usually filled to people in suits. You don't see a lot of jerseys. Um, sitting in golds, watching the Toronto PWHL team play Montreal. Um, and seeing all of the families that were there, the young girls, the young boys, the dads with their daughters, like it just brought so much joy, tears in my eyes. Looking at all of these fans, so elated to be watching hockey, women's hockey, and to see all of the women on the ice, just so excited that, like, this is their life now.
0: Yeah. And that we
1: got to experience something so cool breaking a record um, and having the, the fans so loud cheering from the gold. Like, I've never experienced something like that before. So, um, that's really cool. Sports is all about. Um, these, these moments that you really, that are really hard to describe and hard to kind of, um, explain to people that don't really get sports or are not really into sports or never really been to a live sporting event before. It's like, you have all this hope, um, for something you want to feel something. And these, these moments really make you feel things that you've never before, because you, it's not, it's not, you're, you're not playing. You didn't really know anybody uh, on the ice or on the pitch. Like you, they're not, you're a family member, but you feel as though you're connected to them because yeah. you want them to do well. Um, and getting to experience that was really cool. So that just having these moments now, um, where I'm seeing women be able to just not only get up there. But prove all of the haters wrong. Like, yeah. I still have, like, whenever I post about PWHL, I still have losers in the comments just saying the dumbest things. And, um, oh, because the NHL funds it. The NHL actually doesn't fund it. Like, just Googling is yeah. your friend. Trying, <laughs> if you're going to chirp, if you're going to chirp, please know what you're talking about. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Like, I, I welcome chirping. I love chirping. But, like, at least have a little truth in what your chirps are or else what's what's the point? Um. So, yeah, I guess my favorite sporting event is the ones that – um, I get to prove haters wrong, and um,
0: I love that. And yeah. one of my videos, my most viral videos I posted, uh, I can guarantee it's the same people who are commenting oh, uh, who sure. get mad at this video. I did one. There was a men working sign in Muschia, and I said, uh, I know this <laughs> "Yeah, I this women person. are always working. And don't yeah. feel the like need to point it <laughs> out when they are. Yeah. That's why there's no sign that say women's working. Every time I post it, there'll be like two or three guys who are like you know, burr, 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 in the yeah, comments." Okay.
1: Yeah, but it's like, bro, just please, please touch grass. Just go for a walk. And it's also the ones that have like photos, like profile photos with them and their daughters. I'm like, you have a little girl and this is how you think? This is how you're going to behave at this point in time, really? Um, I don't know. There's also just a lot of people that, um, you know, have never spoken to women before or, like, have any kind of <laughs> normal relationship with a woman. They don't understand that they're just human beings. That <laughs> We're all just, like, human beings that think and feel and, like, are doing their best or just trying to do their best. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of um, pit and w- each other I don't know, pitting one another against each other and I feel like um I kinda contribute to that a little bit because I like egging them on just to just to, <laughs> just to throw a little spite in there back to my original point that I'm a very spiteful person. And will uh just I just like to dig a little bit when I don't know, when I feel like they deserve it. That's
0: I love it. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thanks, thanks. I What's think- the best sporting <laughs> event you've been to? <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Wait, uh, right, it's a hard
1: question, right?
0: That is such a hard question. It was years and years and years ago, my first NHL game I went to will mm. always stand out. I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. I, I know, as I sit across from a Leafs fan, started right? With that, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whole interview's over now. <laughs> Sasky. Uh, what I
1: mean, we don't. Hello, NHL Saskatchewan needs a great. team. Like, would we would not be fighting this way? It's Saskatchewan has a team, anyway.
0: Yeah. No, I was traveling Canada with this uh, theater group after high school. Okay. And we were in Montreal, and I was like lifelong Habs fan. The Habs and Bruins were playing oh gosh, in the playoffs. So uh, I went and bought tickets from a scalper for sixty bucks.
1: What? How?
0: It's, I don't know. <laughs> this was two thousand four.
1: Okay, still. But yeah, that's amazing.
0: I got tickets from a scalper for sixty bucks. We were against the back wall of the top of the stadium, uh, but I'll never forget it. I remember. Uh, Richard Zednick was playing for Montreal at the time, and Kyle McLaren of the Bruins closed lined him, and he got taken off the ice at the stretcher. And mm. I have pictures mm. of that. Oh. Because uh, that's the game I was at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's wild. From the top. <laughs> I love that. Hey, we have similar experiences with our favorite game because I was also at the top of the Blue Jays game, and George Springer got taken off on a stretcher, too. So look at <laughs> yeah, us. <up>. See? Wow. <laughs> Someone's getting hurt. That's what makes it memorable for us. <laughs> no, no more sporting
0: events for us. <laughs>
1: no i actually got a good heater going right now with the leafs because every time i go to a game they happen to win or one of them they tie but i'm like 6-0-1 right now for the leafs and that's a lot of leafs games for anybody living in toronto like the leafs are it's very difficult getting in so that's easily the most i've gone to leafs games and i'm like i don't know if i should like put money on it whenever i go thinking okay they're they have to win when i go right
0: is morgan riley back in the lineup yet
1: um, he only had five games, so he should be back should now. Be back. Okay. Um, I would say only. Sorry, that's like a hot topic. I should not say only had five games. That was ridiculous. He <laughs> got five games. Let's not. I mean, I was in with it, but. Yeah. I mean, it, no. Okay. We don't, get, we don't need to get into it. We don't need to get into it, but like, I. It's fine. I love Morgan. Let me just say I love oh. Morgan Riley. He's like the sweetest human you will ever meet. So for him to do something like that. Yeah. Feel like it has to be done.
0: No, I I have nothing but good things to say about Morgan. Uh, he was a martial warrior, and everyone who I know who has talked to him, uh, yeah, loves the guy. That's the, <laughs> the one thing that'll allow me to cheer in some way for the Leafs as a Habs fan. Okay, is Morgan Riley being
1: I there. feel like after, um, I feel like after the Habs and on that run. Um, that crazy playoff run that no one's not coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like there's been less of a battle between Leafs fans and Habs fans just here in the city overall. I feel like there was like some kind of mutual respect when that happened. Like all my Habs fans, like all the um, the friends I have that are Habs fans. I don't know. I feel like we're just getting along a little bit more well, now. Well, good. Yeah. Like it was, we were happy. What's we, like, I mean, I personally was happy for you because like, it's just nice to see, I don't know. Even though we're rivals, are we really, or is it really more of like Boston, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like now it's more of like a, a Toronto, Ottawa, Toronto, Boston, or and Toronto Islanders versus like Toronto Habs. Like I feel like the Habs need a, a moment here. You need to like collect yourselves.
0: <laughs> we're rebuilding. It's yeah, coming. Yeah. We got That's some. Right. We got a good future now. <laughs> some good sure, young yeah. players finally.
1: Hey, listen, we love Nick for sure. That's uh, <laughs> he, he's like young and uh, he's got a lot going on. So. Yeah, that's going to be good.
0: I do remember a bit of an uproar in Toronto, though, when they put the Montreal Canadiens colors on the CN Tower. I don't know.
1: I, I didn't care about that at all. I felt like it was perfect. I we made some content out of it for sure because people get when we can get divisive about sports. It's always right. great for for engagement. Um, but even when they had like it, I was just like, oh, does that mean? does that mean the Habs are Canada's team? Like, is that, is that what's happening here? Um, but, I mean, that's, that's the way it should be. I feel like we should be celebrating when another Canadian team makes it further than any other Canadian team. The, the, that's the CN Tower sport, okay? You don't go up there for dinner. It's too expensive. And, uh, honestly, it makes me a little sick because, like, it moves. Why, 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 why would you want – that's what you should do. Go Actually, for content, you should just go and do it because it doesn't make any sense. Like, why are we moving –
0: I stood at While the base of the CN Tower and looked up at it today. I fully walked out. I was like, there's not that big of a lineup. I could probably um, get up there right yeah. now. And I stood at the base and looked up and went, I'm just going to go walk around for yeah. a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just take a little walk. Because the elevator ride is also expensive for no good reason. It's, it's a full ride. It's a ride in the city you can take um, <laughs> to pay for the elevator. But if you get a, a reservation at the restaurant... It's a free ride, Okay. but for you to pay an exorbitant amount of money for a piece of steak. So, um, if you want to go and try that, it's a very touristy thing to do. You gotcha. can do that, um, but yeah, you will get a little nauseous. It moves very slow, but again, I don't want to be moving
0: while you're
1: eating. Well, I don't. Although I've, I've a road trips, i have moving in circles. Yeah, yeah, but the, we're just having snacks in the back yeah, of the car, and the you're tire. just you're just driving straight. <laughs> on a flat road. Yeah. Like, we're not, you know, we're not going in a circle. <laughs> like, you just want to look out the window and pretend that I wasn't moving at all. But then you can see, like, that we're moving. And Anyway, whatever. Shout out to the entire restaurant.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it's fantastic. And we'd be happy to come out. <laughs> So we talked like, about like the best sporting events and stuff yeah. you've been to, but what you know through doing social media, what's mm-hmm. the, the kind of coolest opportunity that's come your way?
1: Um, wow, I feel like <laughs> I've had a, I've been very lucky. I will say that I'm very grateful, and I've been very lucky to have different experiences. I guess I did mention Monte Carlo, going to play poker That was a social media um, thing that I was doing because I went with Poker Stars, and uh, they awesome. had yeah, it was it was amazing because. Um, I hadn't really thought that I had the confidence to play poker before. Like I'd watch it. I like watching it. Um, But to actually get in there and you realize how nerve wracking it is when you get your first, get those first cards. You (laughs) look at them and you're looking around. Like it's just so, especially when you're playing with your own money and you get excited about it. Um, So to go and like have lessons um, with poker pros and um, get to fly, like we landed in Nice and then a helicopter took us. (laughs) <laughs> from oh, me awesome. to, to monte carlo like it was i had my like own private helicopter taking me over and just landing in another country and just um it was it was very up i felt very up in this moment and I, again i was wearing my leafs jersey the entire time <laughs> so they're probably thinking who is this girl like who does she think she is but um yeah landed there the fresh, just fresh off the plane No sleep, just go to my lesson, kind of tour the city. And F1 was also arriving there, I think, the week after. So they're kind of preparing the track. And so we got to drive, got to drive a Lambo myself. They gave me the keys. Drive a Lambo around the F1 track. So that was such a, like, just kind of one thing after another. um, That was just one of those, like, bucket list things that you didn't even realize you could do. Um, Yeah, so that was my big braggable, my big braggable (laughs) social media moment. But, yeah, I've had a few Things like that. And I, I know you get it too because, um, you know, you want to have these experiences and different brands want to show off the things yeah. that they can offer. So, um, you know, I'm sure you have something exciting that you did too.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been cool. There's lots of things I got to do that I don't think I ever would have otherwise. Yeah. Um, my favorite my favorite story to tell is we were down in, between Christmas and New Year's last year, we took mm-hmm. my son to, uh, it was like our family Christmas gift. We went to Denver and went to an Avalanche game. He's a big know, Avalanche that's fan. cool. He's yeah. a huge Avalanche fan, so we so went to a game. So
1: many kids in Saskatchewan, hey.
0: Yeah, I think because like, the they're good.
1: <laughs> Are you
0: surprised, McCart, yeah. McKinnon. You know that helps. <laughs> I love
1: Kale, Oh my god, he's such a sweetheart. Yes. Okay, so you did. So the while avalanche. we're down
0: there, we went to an outdoor rink in downtown Denver. It was plus fifteen, but the ice was in, and we were skating, and my son was skating in his. Um, Shorts and a (laughs) t-shirt. And you can very clearly tell he was the only Canadian on the ice. He was moving much better than everyone else. But I took a picture.
1: that's my boy.
0: That's my boy. Right? I took a picture and posted it. And I got a message right away from Ty Gretzky, who was like, hey, I love your page. I didn't know you had a kid. You've got to bring him to my camp. Uh, So long story short, I took my son and my two nephews and we drove to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho last summer and went to the Gretzky Hockey Camp, and we were going back again this summer. And it is – yeah, it was so cool to be able to go take him down for that.
1: Oh, my gosh. I literally just met Ty, this all-star. This all-star. What a What a, like, genuine guy, guy, right? Yes. So cool. So down-to-earth. I mean, I don't know if I could be that cool and humble if my father was around Gretzky. I'm just going to say that. I don't
0: know. He he said, you've got to come on the ice with us, like, for – during this camp and so I brought my skates with me but I did not play hockey growing up like Canadian I can skate uh, okay Okay. my son can skate circles around well
1: can can you stop yeah oh no no that's whatever I can't really at all so that's kind of amazing I did an interview in Saskatoon with a like a skating coach yeah and I'm like yeah but I can't stop you you can't stop? You're from Saskatchewan? You can't stop? Like, yeah, he really gave it to me. So at least yeah. you can kind of stop. Kind of stop. Yeah. yeah okay.
0: So I I go to, uh, I'm going to go on the ice I'm great. I'm lacing up my skates, and in walks Paul B. Sinet, uh <laughs> who sits down and he's lacing up across from me. And I'm I love like, Ty. I did not play hockey growing up. Like, yeah. I'm not a good skater. Yeah. And he said, my dad's Wayne Gretzky. All that meant was I got to go on the ice before and after his practices. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's just what happened fun. fun. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, that's it, right? Like, yeah. he's just such a good guy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. I love it. You got to see Biz, too. That's yeah. so, so great. Yeah. I know just the connections with all these guys, too, right? And honestly, Biz wasn't that great of a player either, right? So that's fine. <laughs> he says it all the time. I feel like we can, we can we can yeah. try, we can make fun. He, did, no, he really didn't saying.
0: make it in for his skills.
1: Oh no, no. But honestly, he's got a great personality. and He's doing yeah. other things. So yeah,
0: he was a super genuine guy too. Yeah. I've told a lot of people he uh, showed up and and like Ty, he was in town. Ty brought him to the camp. He was going to come on for an hour, and he stayed for two days, and then went on with every group of <laughs> you kids. Two hours, You're like no. two whole days. Ty, Ty was like, <laughs> you, "You don't have to stay. Like, you can go." And he's like, "No, no, no. I, I love it." So he was Aww. on with like every group of kids. So.
1: Great. You know. This is why I, love, I genuinely yeah. love. I love hockey so much, and I love hockey for stories like this because kids are getting kids get opportunities. Even my husband, what he grew up, um, you know, his family didn't have a lot of things when he grew up. He came, he migrated from or immigrated from um, Guatemala, and he just didn't know what ice hockey was, but he was able to go to the community center and they gave him goalie equipment he didn't have to pay just to try it out just give it a go and like he ended up being re- like he started he ended up playing in junior A like he, he was actually he became something from almost nothing because of these communities yeah. that just want to foster growth in the sport just not not just for white kids but for literally anybody that wants to try it right so I kind of just love that we have these very small spots here in the city but also just all over Canada They're kind of Want to grow the sport and want to make it more inclusive, and I just that's why I love stories like that where yeah. you're just like, no, my kid got to actually go and hang out and just have a little skate, have a little rip, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, I love
0: I and, and all the people who like volunteer to coach and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I, my hats off to everyone. Like, I know yeah. you know there's all these hockey parents who are coach blah blah blah, oh, uh, yeah. but like <laughs> oh, just the time and the thanklessness,
1: yeah, like. Yeah. like no, I know all of it. it. It just like any any kind of volunteer coach of anything. But yeah, that there's a lot of <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of parents. I mean, I know you see all the viral videos of the, of the parents like banging on the glass or or whatever <laughs> right. it is, just giving it to the coach. I do feel bad for them. Sometimes the parents have you know have a little bit of a leg to stand them. but for the most part, it's just like you might be embarrassing your kid. Let's just.
0: Let's I also the understand the hockey parents as a hockey parent. Of course, you're so invested into of your course. kid yeah. and what's going on that there's times when. I just get up and go stand at the end of the ring by myself.
1: Okay, so you're one of those guys. Wait, we used to have a camera on you at all times.
0: No, I don't. I don't yell. I don't. I just. There's times when yeah. I'm like, I can't sit next to this other team's parents anymore. Yep. I'm just okay. gonna go stand at the end okay. of the ring. Okay.
1: okay. I'm just gonna compose myself. Everything is fine. It's just a game. It's just a game. It's just a game. Just a game. <laughs> we just, you know, cry about it. Tears up here in the five five hundreds. Absolutely crying out there. eh?
0: Thank you so much for coming. I literally told you like half an hour and it's been like an hour now. Oh, was it? Oh, geez. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, my God. No, don't apologize. This this has been amazing. Oh, good. Where can people go and check you out on social media, Um, on TV, on everything?
1: Yeah. So I host a show called Digital Sports Center and TSN Socials. So, uh, really, any social channel that you have, but um, Instagram Stories is one of those places um and then i'm just mrob29 on instagram and tiktok um and snapchat so i do a lot of um, my daily life stuff there and just post whatever i do a lot of sports content but like gaming content every so often mostly i'm just harassing my family it's just <laughs> videos of my nonna um and then yeah i, I don't know i'm kind of just i kind of I, I also if you want to tune into tsn sometimes i'm on there sometimes i'm hosting plays of the week or month or Top fifty curly shots you may have just seen. I don't know. There's there's always something to do. There's
0: always something to do. Thank you so, so, so much. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. I'm Leroy. That's Leroy. I'm Leroy. There's always something to do.